Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is People Every Day. Coming up, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson seem to be going steady inside their two dates in one week. Plus, Aaron Rodgers' vaccination status under scrutiny and a shocking crime story involving a four-year-old girl snatched from her family's camping tent in the middle of the night. It's November 4th. Hello, everyone. This is People Every Day. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Thursday. It's been a long week for me already. I don't know about you all, but my friends, the end is nigh, as no one under the age of 100 would say. Sorry. <laughs> Let's talk headlines. Britney Spears's conservatorship drama is back in the news like it never left. It I never really did, I guess. This time due to her mom, Lynn's request that her attorneys be paid $650,000 by Britney's estate for their involvement in the ongoing case. So the lawyers say that Lynn reached out to them to, quote, help Britney free herself from what she saw as a very controlling existence. And that, quote, Lynn discussed joining the conservatorship as an interested party extensively with Britney, and Britney enthusiastically agreed agreed and indeed asked her mother to join in the case in any capacity that would help to end her nightmare and the crisis she was enduring. Well, Brittany doesn't seem to be in agreement with those claims. In a since-deleted Instagram post that went up on Tuesday, the singer wrote, My dad may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor out on it. Lou Taylor is her former business manager. So take your whole I have no idea what's going on attitude and go bleep yourself. You know exactly what you did. Woo. All I know is that Britney is at a place where anyone can get it. Moving on to some news dominating the sports world right now. Aaron Rodgers is the recipient of a lot of side eyes this week over his vaccination status. The storied Green Bay Packers quarterback, who is currently engaged to actress Shalane Woodley, tested positive for COVID and will not be playing against the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. But the drama surrounding all this is that many suspect Rodgers is not vaccinated, despite his having told reporters back at the start of the season that he has, quote, been immunized. That was a little bit of a head scratcher at the time rather than just saying he's been vaccinated. But now it's really being called into question with multiple insiders claiming he is not vaccinated and head coach Matt LaFleur declining to comment. This may or may not turn into the NFL's version of the NBA's Kyrie Irving situation, but 
you know, who knows? Well, Rogers does, I guess. All right, moving on. I have to give you guys a heads up about something huge that is happening next week. Something that is wildly uncontrollably sexy. (laughs) Yep, our sexiest man alive issue is hitting stands next week. So in the run-up to the issue, we've been having some fun on People.com where we took reader polls for other sexiest celebs and the results are in. And lo and behold, Michael B. Jordan, whose reign as the current sexiest man alive ends next week, was voted sexiest smile. And the competition was stiff. Jordan's gorgeous grin was up against those of Noah Centineo, Dev Patel, Randall Park, and Omar Sy. But, you know, MBJ proved he's still got it. Or Lori Harvey stuffed the ballot box. Who knows? (laughs) Now it's time to run through a few other stories making headlines. And here to help me do that is People's Breanne Heldman. Hi, Breanne. Hi, Janine. Well, let's talk about the new couple in town, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. Wow, can't believe I just said that. The two of them Uh, (laughs) were spotted having dinner at an Italian restaurant called Campania in Staten Island, where Pete is from. Just tell me more about this dinner and what we know about their relationship as of now. What kind of voodoo does Pete Davidson have? Like, that man is amazing at picking up women. Gorgeous women ridiculously beautiful, amazingly talented women. And that is not to say that Pete is unattractive or untalented because he is both talented and attractive, if you ask these gorgeous women. Someone who is not. (laughs) If you ask these gorgeous women. (laughs) So the Campania date was not even their first date. We saw them holding hands at Knott's Scary Farm Mm -hmm, last week, mm -hmm. right before Halloween. And then they did this Staten Island date on Tuesday. And now we're hearing that Last night, Wednesday night, Kim had dinner at this place, Zero Bond, which is a, mm-hmm. an exclusive private club. And now we're s- seeing some photos of Pete outside of Zero Bond last night. Did they have dinner together? I mean, does one plus one equal two? Most of the time, the answer is yes. Well, I mean, we know about this campagna, so definitely one plus one equals two in this case. So, so take me into the one that we do know about. Take me into what we know about what happened in Staten Island. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they had this very private dinner on a rooftop at this Staten Island restaurant, which is supposed to be really fantastic. It's Italian. We have the menu, right? We pulled this menu up. Thank you, Julia, my producer. Um, Campania, coal-fired pizza. It's a pizza joint, Brianne. I mean, this is a great place for a first date. I'm not going to lie. And I just really hope they split an order of those garlic knots because just the description is making me drool. How much are those garlic knots? I'm, 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 what is it? They're, they're $8 for, s- okay. for six pieces. The most expensive thing on the menu is about $28. So, you know, Kim rides in style. Maybe she got that Alaskan salmon char-grilled with broccoli <laughs> rob and Dijonais mustard sauce. I mean, it sounds amazing, but I know <laughs> she is, you know— equally used to having $1,000 plates. <laughs> so. Yeah. No boo, this is not. I mean, I'm just trying to picture her like, you know, taking to Instagram stories and being like, guys, this is an authentic Staten Island meal. Um, I-, I haven't had something like this in decades. It's really exciting. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, of course, she follows it up at the private members only club in Manhattan the next night. Of course. <laughs> 
Well, let's move on to another story that is bubbling up. Tiger King. This is in your wheelhouse. Of course, you wrote the cover story on it way back when, uh, last year. Joseph Maldonado Passage, the man we all know as Joe Exotic from the hit Netflix documentary series, uh, shared an update about his health from prison. He has, quote, aggressive cancer. So he talked about it in a note that was posted to his Instagram. And it said, in part, right now, I don't want anyone's pity. And I'm sure Carol will have her own party (laughs) over this. Brianne, like, just what insights do you have for us? about this. First and foremost, I wish no I wish everyone to be healthy no matter who they are, what they've done, where they are, etc. So, I hope yeah. that he winds up being okay that you know, he gets the the help he needs for this cancer. You know, his obsession with Carol is relentless. Yeah. The fact that he is announcing that he has, quote, aggressive cancer and feels a need to say that Carol Baskin is going to have a party about it. That part. Shows you who this guy really is. Unfortunately, you know, we're about to see so much more of both of them. We have season two of Tiger King coming on Netflix November 17th. And Carol has her own show, Carol Baskin's Cage Fight, coming to Discovery Plus on November 13th. Oh, my gosh. So, This is just the beginning of them kind of being in our face all month. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. If I was Carol Baskin, I would just be like, this guy needs to, like, I want nothing to do with this Joe Exotic person. He's in jail. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, moving on. Can we focus on the Tigers? Yeah. And I need him to focus on his health. Health. that seems most important. Well— Let's move over to the music world and the mega superstar world and out of Tigerland. <laughs> Lady Gaga <laughs> graces the cover of British Vogue's December issue, and her interview is definitely making a lot of headlines. One bite that people are talking about is that she said if she wasn't a performer, she would be a combat journalist. So what do you think about this? Not as a combat journalist, just as a journalist. <laughs> what do you think about this? I think it's kind of awesome, actually. I love hearing about celebrities and what they think they would have done if if their path hadn't gone the direction it has. And yeah. look, Lady Gaga has proven she can do all kinds of things in all kinds of ways. And she probably would be going by Stephanie Germanata if she was a combat journalist. Um, mm-hmm. Look, it takes a whole lot of nerve to walk around in a meat dress, to walk around in those crazy shoes she has managed to walk around in. <laughs> I have no doubt she could handle herself in a war zone. I mean, I I have some doubt. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, I definitely do think that, you know, she has shown herself to be fearless in so many other ways. Um, but I'm just saying, just from, you know, some of the, the reporters that I've talked to when I used to be on the crime team, it is... It takes a whole other type of, of fearlessness and energy to, to go into some of those situations. So um, I, I look, kudos to her if she could pull it off. I know yeah. I couldn't. As a crime reporter, that was enough for years. Um, but Warzone, whew, maybe she'll play a, a combat journalist and, and we'll get to see her in that pursuit because the acting is definitely on point. Uh, let's just move on to this one more sad one um, out of the food world. I'm just taking you around around the different... I love it. 
Let's go. <laughs> Around the different headlines. Pioneer Woman star Ree Drummond shared news yesterday on Facebook that her brother, Michael Smith, died at the age of 54. So, so sad. Brianne, what were your thoughts when you read this heart-wrenching post? My heart broke for Ree Drummond. She's had such an incredibly difficult year with a yeah. big house fire and people being injured in her family. And now this, I mean... Yeah. What an awful year for her. And and it sounds like it happened last weekend. We don't know what happened or what the cause yeah. of death was. Uh his longtime friend Dan Dalton said he quote went fast and did not suffer. So I guess that's good, but I'm my heart goes out to this family. It is just yeah. so sad. She wrote He was 17 months older than me, my first friend and buddy, and I'm so grateful for over 50 years of photos and memories. Please pray for my parents, whose devotion to Mike was boundless and who will feel this loss most acutely. Michael Smith, you were everything. Oh, so my my heart goes out to her and her family. Really does. Brianne, thanks so much for being on and and going around the world in in 60 seconds (laughs) with me. Anytime, Janine. Next up, Greg Hanlon from our crime team joins the show to dig into a shocking story out of Australia with a surprise ending. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Guys, I am back now with Greg Hanlon from People's Crime Team, and we are going to talk about a story that is truly sensational, Cleo Smith, a four-year-old girl from Australia who'd been missing for nearly three weeks was found alive. Her disappearance from a campground in Western Australia sparked nationwide search efforts, which police likened to finding a needle in a haystack. But they did find her playing alone inside a locked home just miles away from where her parents lived early Wednesday morning. And they have charged a suspect in connection with her disappearance. So, Greg, this is just gripping and also happy, (laughs) happy news um, that's made headlines all around the globe. So walk us through what investigators believe happened. Yeah, well, this was every parent's worst nightmare. Uh, Police had believed Cleo had been abducted uh, from her family's tent in the middle of the night uh, while they were camping uh, Mm. in the remote uh, Blowholes Shacks campsite in Western Australia. Uh, The parents woke up at six in the morning on October 16th and Cleo was nowhere to be found. Uh, The way that the tent, uh, the family tent, was unzipped, it was unzipped from a higher point than little four-year-old Cleo could have possibly reached. And that, Mm. you know, obviously led them to believe that somebody took her. Oh, my God. That is so terrifying. You're right. Worst nightmare. Uh, 
gosh. And, and, and so Cleo's parents, what did they do immediately um, to try to get this whole search going? Because it became massive. Well, they, they immediately uh, went to the authorities and the search effort, you know, just became massive and a subject of, of international interests. Police have said 140 people had been working on the case. Uh, Immediately, there was a reward offered of $1 million. But the more time that went by, the more remote a possibility it seemed that Cleo would be found. Um, Statistically, uh, a kid missing after 18 days, which was the case with Cleo, the odds of finding them is incredibly slim. And so I think that's one of the reasons everyone's reacting. It was just really kind of miraculous uh, that she was not only found, but found found safe. I'm just imagining her parents and feeling like they have that race against the clock and, you know, hitting that mark and feeling so lost. And then to have this news happen. And and, and when they found her, they actually recorded her um, confirming who she is. Let's take a listen to that. Yeah. What's your name? Oh, that little voice. So so police have charged a 36-year-old man in connection with her disappearance. So what do we know about Terrence Kelly? Uh, well, he appeared in court today to face charges. Uh, he's charged uh, with a number of offenses, including forcibly taking a child under 16 years old. Um Australia's ABC, uh, the public broadcaster ABC, said that neighbors who knew Kelly, you know, uh, knew that he did not have kids, uh, but they saw him buying diapers and they heard a child's voice, at which point uh, they reported what they heard to authorities. Oh, my gosh. Well, I am just, I'm so happy to hear this. I know we cover a lot of crimes that do not have good endings like this, but, oh, Greg, this is a big one. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, just, you know, thank God it, it really is miraculous that she was found. I think everyone is, is very surprised and delighted. And uh, police said that she didn't appear to be you know, physically harmed. And, um, you know, that's which is obviously good news. That was People Crime Editor Greg Hanlon on the story of four-year-old Cleo Smith, who went missing but was found alive on Wednesday. For more on this story, head over to people.com. And now, something to make you smile. I typically associate fire safety with firefighters, but now there's a new herd of hoofed fighters who have joined the conversation. 64-year-old Lonnie Malmberg grew up on a cattle ranch with her family in Nebraska. After getting a master's degree in environmental restoration, botany, and biology, she mixed her love for the outdoors with her newfound passion, goats. Although she'd never seen a goat before, she got into the practice in 1996. She was surprised to learn that they are naturals at preventing wildfires by feeding on brush that can easily spark flames. So here's why she says they are perfect for the job. The goats are standing on their hind legs and these big boys can reach nine feet into the air and all the way down to the ground. That's the fire fuel ladder and they eat it, recycle it, trump the manure into the ground, and that stabilizes the the steep terrain of the hillsides, and it's all done in one step. 
Through her business, Goat Green, she travels with a crew of 1,500 goats, and their latest gig included 1 million acres of land in Colorado. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. She also says watching her four-legged friends in action is pure joy, and they are simply irreplaceable. Well, I was trying to think of a joke to end with, but everything I came up with was bad. (laughs) All right, I will talk to you all tomorrow. 